Good morning and welcome to the third installment of the Pathfinder podcast where we talk to companies and map their journey on in adapting AI and data science. This week I'm talking to Peter Woods and Brian Quinn, the founders of the Data Value Hub. I've known Peter and Brian for a while now and I've had the chance to see the hub grow from its initial concept. Amongst many things, Brian has also been a huge part of Skellig AI and getting the Pathfinder program off the ground. This week, I'm going to be discussing the motivation behind the hub, how companies can leverage the hub's experience to grow their own business and the ambition for the future. The hub is hosting an event on the 13th of April in the Newmore Hotel in Carrickman Cross, showcasing how data can help your business. We will be there on the day demonstrating some useful tools like AI cameras, and we will also be bringing along a robotic dog. So if you're there, come over and say hi. Good morning, Peter, Brian. Uh, thanks very much for joining us on the Pathfinder podcast. So you are both the founders of the Data Value Hub in Monaghan, which we'll talk about in a second. Maybe before we start, if you could just both give a background of your own experience. Sure, I can go first and give a shout out to David Maloney as well, who is the third person in the founders list for the Data Value Hub, Peter, David and myself. My name is Brian Quinn. I'm a lifetime in the technology space. I worked for Intel for over 20 years. I ran a number of Intel research programs and groups in Intel. So I have a really good, broad experience of technology. Intel was a fantastic company. They're a global leader, clearly, in the digitalization age that we live through. Since leaving Intel, I've been doing a number of different things. I spend most of my time with a company called Ubotica, who are an artificial intelligence company, and we're trying to put AI onboard satellites on orbit. And I also do some freelance consulting, which keeps me you know, keeps me very sharp and broad across a wide, a wide range of things. Brian, thanks very much. Peter, do you want to give background of your experience? Hi, and thanks very much for having us here. It's great to be here. My name is Peter Woods, and I, like Brian, I'm originally from Clonus and Kaidimanan, which ties both of us to the region. I did a master's in IT and have over 20 years experience. I started out as a Java programmer and moved through systems architecture, DevOps, various things. So I've covered a lot of things to some degree and it gives me great experience. For the last five years, I've been working with the, working with the Irish Center for High-End Computing or iCheck as it's more commonly known. iCheck is a national body. It's a national center for HPC and host Ireland supercomputer. For me, it's a fantastic place to work as it allows me to work on some incredibly exciting and very diverse projects across really all disruptive te- technologies, being a national center. Uh, we do HPC, HPDA, AI, d- deep learning, everything. And we do that for academia, for industry, and for public sector. So like I said, very diverse, very exciting, and keeps me on my toes. Prior to iTech, I ran my own SME, which had offices in both Dub- Monaghan and Dublin. And among other things, it provides IT services to other SMEs, particularly those in the legal industry. And this, for me, provides me a very in-depth understanding of the issues that issues facing companies that the Data Value Hub are targeting and will give me an understanding of the problems that they are trying to solve. So hopefully I can bring that value to the Data Value Hub. So, Brian, Peter, the term data has been thrown around a lot in recent years, and it has as many meanings as is diverse the data itself. What to you does data mean for Irish businesses and why is it important? I'll take that one first, Dan. So, of course, you're right. Data is a very generic term. When we speak about data, first of all, we're, we're speaking about digital data, which is electronic data. 
and as you say, the diversity of data is incredible and the volume of data is incredible. Traditionally, data was represented maybe by non-digital data. So you had logbooks and you had designs and so forth. And all that is data. But nowadays, data, as we speak to it, is predominantly digital data. And most digital data is generated as digital data. So it's generated off a sensor, off a video, input into a transactional system, into any application. So data is gathered at a phenomenal rate by businesses, by citizens, by governments across the globe at the moment. Now there is a certain amount of data that is still manually collected and that can be digitalized, but most data is gathered through digital devices. Data in itself, either captured electronically or digitalized, is not what we're after and it's the clue is in the name as such it's about exploiting value from data and it's about understanding the kind of data you have or have the ability to collect and then understand how that can make a difference to your business and that can be at all through your business life cycle from your design stage your manufacturing stage your customer management your sales orders your stock management you know data is applicable all in many ways in all those stages and it's about businesses really understanding how they can exploit the data they have to make better business decisions. I'll jump in here with you, Brian, as well. You mentioned Robotica, you know, at, at the edge. There's so much more data available now. The data was always there, but it's capturing it in electronic format is the key. And, and we are doing that now. Added to that, we now have increased storage, vast amount of storage. Everybody knows about the data centers going up. So there's vast amount of data being stored everywhere. And on top of that now, like ourselves in iTech, we have a supercomputer, but there's massive supercomputers out there that will allow you to process that. So you have the, the three necessary ingredients. You have the data, you have the storage, and you have the processing. So that will allow Irish companies and international companies, and there's, there's a key there, like international companies are doing this. So we, and as Irish companies, and especially companies in the Northeast region, we have to do it in order to compete with these people but all the ingredients are there and that will allow you to use the data in a valuable way it's all right having the data and everybody does collect data as brian said previously it was logbooks and whatever now it's electronically now with data with machines all machines have sensors on them that's all value very valuable data but only valuable if it's cleaned up and used in the right way and that's what we as the data value hub would like to bring to companies that are a little bit unsure a little bit fearful of how to use this data it's not easy it's not easy but it's not difficult either and peter just to build on that i think it's probably fair to say that two broad categories Peter, of data challenges for companies, we will see companies who come and say, I know exactly the data I need to help me make better decisions. And then it's a challenge to how to get that data and how to assess that data to help them. And then the other category, broadly speaking, is a scenario where companies have gathered data for years and they have it stored. And they have all this data, as you say, Peter, I've sensors on my toolkit. I've been recording yield data for years. I'm not sure what's in it. I'm not sure the value of it. So you have those sort of two broad scenarios. One, they know there's a very particular problem that data could help. Another one is, I've got loads of data here, but I'm not really sure how it can change my business. And both are very valid. And the Data Value Hub can help in both scenarios to ultimately drive value so for the business. So there's a lot of groups in the in the country, like uh, Peter, you were at iCheck, and there's Insight, Adapt as well, that help companies explore the data and build useful projects out of that. Uh, how does the Data Value Hub fit into that ecosystem? What you're saying is 100% correct. And if I can go back to what was the motivation for setting up the Data Value Hub itself, 
Brian has mentioned the founders and all founders, we have strong technology backgrounds and there is no doubt that we recognize that digital transformation is necessary. It's not just important, it's necessary for companies that want to grow and succeed. So in order to achieve that growth and success through the use of digital technologies, you have to approach it from two different angles. One is, and again, sorry, this is from the Northeastern region as we see it, the people and skills and also the companies themselves. So how do we integrate or how do we upskill the people and how do we uh, upskill the companies to get them to use this? Monon in particular as a county has won the highest region, highest percentages of leaving their students going to third level colleges. But on the flip side of that, it has one of the lowest level of graduated, highly skilled people going back to the county to work in SMEs or industries. So that was the flashing light for us as founders saying, look, how do we change that? And the only way you change that is to upskill the possibilities for them in the SMEs. So we have to approach it in two angles. We have to approach it in skills and possibilities. It could be our uh, exciting technical jobs for people to go back to the county. And through the data value hub, what we are trying to do that differentiates us from the likes of my own company uh, in uh, iCheck, Insight and Adapt is we want to teach the people that are in these companies how to do these jobs themselves. We do not want to go down to a company in Sligo or Monaghan or Loud and say, well, look, what's your problem? They give us the data. We produce a solution for them and give it back to them. That's not what the Data Value Hub is about. What the Data Value Hub is about is the, this company in, in that region getting involved with the Data Value Hub, explaining the problem to them. They need to be able to explain the problem, gathering the data. They need to be able to do it. This is all with assistance from the likes of the companies you, from the likes of I check from the likes of Insight, from the likes of Adapt, whoever national bodies, the Data Value Hub becomes the conduit between those bodies and the company itself. And it allows the transfer of knowledge from all of these various national bodies through the Data Value Hub back to the company. If you can think of it as, and we always give this, the, the first project that a company would do with the Data Value Hub, the company might contribute, say, 50% of the effort with the data value hub and the other national bodies contributing the other 50%. But as the second project, the third project, the fourth project, what we want is that a company will then be able to do possibly 90 to 95% of the project themselves through knowledge transfer, through learning, through the, the ecosystem, through whatever it has to be, so that the company then becomes self-reliant. And it doesn't have to go to the data value hub for anything in particular, but the data value hub will be there and say the company has an issue that they cannot fix. That's this, the comfort blanket for the company. Say, so, well, look, if we hit a brick wall, we can go to the Data Value Hub. The Data Value Hub can go to iCheck or go to Insight or any of the other partners and get an answer for you. So that's, that's where we're trying to differentiate. We're not trying to compete with anybody. We're trying to leverage what's already there and bring it back to the companies in the region in a more sustainable manner for the so companies So it sounds to me that from listening to your explanation that the real goal there is that as opposed to like traditionally a company would just outsource those jobs, the data value hub's uh, real objective is to ultimately build that competency into those companies and help them build those, help them essentially to become self-sufficient. Very much so. Very much yeah, so. I, I'd agree with Peter. It's very much about capability building. In now, look at as we said, data is so diverse, technology is so diverse. It's a vision, a utopia where every company can do everything technology-wise. Of course, is not possible, and there'll always be a certain amount of service and and support needed at the tech level. But companies should be really savvy on technology, know how to go about things, know how to set things up, 
know where it's really beneficial for them to apply certain technologies and be really strong on it. If we get companies into that space, I think, and built that capability, the Data Value Hub has achieved a lot. I'll just jump in there, Ryan, sorry. It's not that I think the company should be self, fully self-sufficient. I would always imagine that a company should be able to do probably 80% of everything. But the 20%, as in even 20% into, you know, there's a new technology, quantum's coming down the line. We do not expect any company in the Northeast region to have enough knowledge on quantum to determine whether it is a viable technology for them to even research at the moment. But if they can go to iTech, because iTech has a you know very strong tradition in quantum and go say, look, we think that quantum may be a solution. And I'm just using quantum as an example, but quantum may be a solution for this issue that we're having. Then, you know, they can outsource that part of it. But when it comes down to the actual developing quantum technology for their production, for the manufacturer, for their own service, that's where we would like to the company to pull back the reins and say, look, you know, this is where we want to get involved because it's them that it's that company that knows the domain. It's that company that knows their own NPR systems, all their own systems. And it's them that has to be able to integrate whatever they're trying to do into their current systems because their own, their own current systems are working. They're a successful companies. So we're not trying to change anything. We're just trying to assist them. So when a company wants to start trying to find the value in their data, what is the journey that they have to go on as a business when engaging with you? And what type of resources do they need to commit for those early projects that we talked about where they're maybe doing, like you said, Peter, 15% of the work? And how does the hub help them gauge that and for the company themselves to be able to, to deliver that? We've been, what, 18 months in, in existence, or the Data Value Hub has been 18 months in existence, and I think we've uh, assisted almost 50 companies at this stage. So, you know, the, the process itself is very easy. I would make sure that everybody knows, look, there's no, it's not difficult to get involved with the Data Value Hub. It's not difficult to engage with them. It's incredibly easy. We make it as very lightweight as possible. What does the journey entail? Well, it was always, we had a, uh, and Ian, you were at the event uh, in Combi Lift. It's what, whatever, eighteen months ago. Now the very, you know, the initial initial event, and it was always our. It's actually sorry, it's longer. It's longer. It's probably That's right, it was over two years ago. Pre pandemic, yes. Pre, yeah, yes, it was pre pandemic, and and pre pandemic is is a very, it's very uh, pertinent statement because it was always the intention that we would have an in house incubator where companies would send in a person two stroke three days a week to sit at a desk and develop the project with the data value hub resources, with the partner resources such as iCheck would send people down once a week or once a month or as needed. I said with Insight would send someone down, the other Intel, whoever else, you know, would send someone. And that was always the intention. But unfortunately, that did not happen because of pandemic and everything had to go remotely. Now that that is a good points and bad points. And that it shows, look, you know, you can do it, you can do it all remotely anyway. But we would still envisage going back to having someone on site because the knowledge transfer not only between data value hub st- staff and the client company, but between client companies. And it's to try and develop a, an ecosystem between client companies so that, you know, you as one company will talk to a company that's maybe completely different domain, but a very similar project. If you're manufacturing something and you're doing a machine vision project on uh, detecting defects, it doesn't matter if you're making shoes or making houses or making steel bridges, you know, the underlying technology is the same. So that's why we would like to develop the ecosystem. And that was always an ask of the companies is that they will contribute. You actually said there the companies start off with 15%. No, I actually meant 50%. It would be a minimum of 50-50. 
at the start. If the data value hub are going to contribute someone for three months at a time and the company cannot match that, then we have to query whether they're actually serious about this project or not. So that, that would be the minimum that we would ask for. Ideally, we would like them to come into the office once or twice a week when it's viable to do to, which I think for the next set of projects it will do. For any companies listening to this, please don't see that as a bad thing. That will really improve the knowledge transfer between skilled staff on site and your employees. It's a very good way of upskilling your employees. Apart from that, I would just ask to get in contact with the DVH. And as I said at the outset of this, it's very, very lightweight. We make it very, very easy for you. Brian, I don't know what you want to add to that. It's probably worth even shouting out to Fergal. Fergal Garrity is the Data Value Hub director. He's in situ now three, well, probably three, four months. But Fergal is a really good initial point of contact for people to reach out to. Maybe in, well, people can go to the Data Value Hub website and get Fergal's details and start that conversation, that digital conversation. I think it should also be said as well that, because I know a few companies that have engaged with you guys who haven't had the bandwidth to put that much work in, but that they've received quite a bit of guidance in how to get down that path and get into a, a position where they can start committing more bandwidth. I know from experience that dealing with the data value hub, it's not a case of you need to be able to commit somebody for three days a week right now. Just to engage with the data value hub um, in the first place, no, you just need to think that there's possibilities here. Maybe you're not going to go into an incubator program, but the, the, the hub has certainly helped people at a much earlier stage. It's a very good point, Ian, and the incubator is, as Peter outlined, is a really core part of it, but it's not the immediate and it's not everything. And one of the things that we've been really strong on in the journey so far, the story to date with the hub, is on initial digital assessments and maturity assessments for companies. And it's what you're, part of what you're alluding to, Ian. We've done an incredible amount of digital assessments with companies. Some of them have been enabled by IMR, for instance, the Irish Manufacturing Research, and thanks to Barry Kennedy, who's been very supportive of the Data Value Hub. But what that does is just takes a snapshot of where a company is at with respect to digital process and allows the company then to be in a position to make decisions on what might be a good strategy, what might be a good project. And invariably, that's where we start with companies. We assess, simply assess where they are before making a decision. Yeah, and just do. on a note, I've spoken to a couple, to some companies who've gone on that path to the Data Value Hub and IMR, and they've got, they've got an excellent results from that that they're now beginning to action against. Yeah, and we and Peter came up with the term, was the first person to use the term in the context of the hub around demystify. A lot of what we're chatting about here and be conscious people will be listening in and really trying to understand if they're not tech, where their path is in all of this. And it's entirely understandable that people from a non-tech background are confused with technology and how it might help. And the hub has a really strong ambition to try and demystify technology for companies. And that starts with a conversation, maybe a one-on-one conversation over a coffee with Fergal, understanding their business a little bit, understanding how technology might play in their business, and then moving it on to potentially an assessment, which goes to an extra level of detail, and then moving it on to skills enhancement and or an incubation project. So very structured, very crawl, walk, run type process to make it as easy as possible for companies to engage and demystify the whole technology experience. And if I could just jump in, no project will be undertaken unless there's a very strong business case for it. There's, there's no point, you know, there's no point in, and we at the Data Value Hub realize that, look, there's no point in bringing technology back to a company for technology's sake. You have to do it for a business very case. True. And we, we will assist you to identify that business case. If 
implementing the technology is going to take away more than it's going to add, then there's no point in doing it. And we have had people that have, you know, gone down the path. We've done these assessments. We've got to their stage and said, look, there's no real need for this at this point. You have to develop other areas of your business. So we will will be very independent in our view, but very strongly based on business case. We know that SMEs out there are, uh, you know, up against the wall. They're, they're stuck for time. They're stuck for bandwidth. They're stuck for staff. So it's important that the business case is incredibly strong before they even undertake a project. And that is something we will assist you with to make sure that, that it is strong enough. To what proceed. is the ambition for the hub for the future for the hub itself? Where do you see it going in the next three, five plus years? I think we're trying to prove a concept initially. We've set a scene here where the assumption is that digitalization is going to be critical for businesses going forward. And that's an assumption I think that's broadly accepted in industry these days, right across the sectors. And we realize that there's an incredible investment and resource in Ireland at a national level across research and technology centers that are available to support businesses. And we also know that if businesses, to Peter's point, can really think through their business case that the journey to digitalization can be supported by a hub. So we really have a motivation from the start, although we have a vision to be as practical as possible. We want to engage, we want to get companies involved, we want to really understand their challenges with digitalization, their opportunities, and help them through that journey. I think our vision from here in is we want to continually prove out our business model. We want to continually adjust and grow that business model as we work with more companies and we really understand where we can add value. And I think ultimately, if we can prove this model that's very practically driven, assessments, upskilling, projects through incubation, if we can prove that model, there's no reason why this model cannot go national across Ireland and be a repeatable proven model to support businesses around the country. Because all the premises we're outlining here today, all the tactics, all the approaches that we're applying to the data value hub in the Northeast, they're they're grounded in, we think, in, in rational common sense and how to do things. And if we can fine tune the process and really make it work and prove the value, there's no reason why it can't go national. And one final point on that is that a key component of what we're doing is pulling national resources like iCheck, like Insight, like IMR. And Peter's been brilliant in iCheck, Barry Kennedy in IMR, Noel O'Connor in in, in Insight. And these organizations, by the way, part of their remit is to outreach nationally. So when they see the Data Value Hub coming and we outline the concept to them, they were all over it. This is part of our remit to go and work with companies across Ireland. So you're actually helping us to help companies. So with that in mind, again, there's absolutely no reason if we can prove this model that we can't go nationally with the model and it becomes a, a platform for data value driven strategy for the whole country. And just, I, I will add a little bit to that, Brian, in that the data value hub is now part of a IMR led bid as part of to become one of the European digital innovation hubs, the EDIHs, which is a European pan, pan-European network of digital innovation hubs all interconnected. And the issues that Brian just outlined there, that's not just in Ireland. It's not just, sorry, in the region of Northeast of Ireland. It's not just in Ireland. It's a European issue. And what we're doing here in the Northeast will be repli- replicated nationally and hope- and internationally. So through data value hubs, interaction with IMR and the factory exchange bid for the EDIH, 
we will have access to innovation hubs throughout Europe. So it becomes a, we have a really, really wide network of resources available to SMEs that may want to expand or use resources in Germany or France. You know, this will open up the doors to the data value hub. SMEs in the region or nationally will have access to resources throughout Europe and that will hopefully allow them to succeed where before they may have just before we go and wrap it up there's an event happening in April do you want to tell us what that event's about who should go to it and if they do go to it what they're going to see and who they're going to meet the event itself is happening in the Newman Hotel in Carmel Cross on the 13th of April at 9pm starts at 9pm it's a half day event 9am sorry did I say 9pm? Sorry. 9am. So it's a half day event. Brian will be at it. I myself will be at it. All the founders will be at it. It's an event where we're showcasing projects. Some of the projects, successful projects. And Minister Heather Humphreys is kindly offer, offered to there. She'll be there as well. It's an event where companies can get to know what the Data Value Hub is about, to get to know how the Data Value Hub can help your company. So we would strongly recommend that any companies throughout the Northeast region and further field, if necessary, come down, speak to people, see what we've done, see, see the successes we've had. We've had a lot of successes. They will be highlighted. Come down, interact. It's a live event, so everybody's sick to death of conferences and uh, Zoom conferences. Yeah. So it's a live event. So come down, get to know people, meet the faces, meet Fergal, as Brian said. Fergal's a great guy. Get to know him. Put your queries, your problems, your issues, your suggestions, whatever you have, put it to us. And we will help you implement it and bring your company forward. So please attend. We have good numbers. We've over 100 registered already. We're hoping to get that up to about 150. So if there's anyone out there that hasn't registered yet, please, it's on Eventbrite. Yeah, you can go to the Data Value Hub website for details as well. And just to emphasize what Peter said there, we probably didn't talk today, in much about core examples of projects we've done, just the function of time and, and, and drawing the vision and strategy, I think, which you tried through today. But on that day, companies will present their experiences of working with the data value hub and how they started a journey with the hub and have achieved value through it and i think often it's examples that are the best the best way to communicate the intent of something and there'll be lots of company project examples outlined at that event on the 13th okay guys thanks very much for joining me today on the pathfinder podcast thank you ian thank you ian thanks for having us and that is it for today's episode of the pathfinder podcast I would like to thank Peter Woods and Brian Quinn for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more about their work at the Data Value Hub or about their event in April, go to datavaluehub.com. We'll be at the event ourselves demonstrating AI cameras and a robotic dog. So if you're there, come over and say hi. Hi.